Welcome to the Lost and Found. I'm super excited for today's conversation. Um, going to be discussing the concept of integrity. As you can tell by the title, I think integrity is very essential in a time where we're facing a lot of movement, um, a lot of progress, a lot of change. And movement in both directions, I think, in both the sense of, as I mentioned, progression and advancement, where people are getting promotions, people are graduating, people are being recognized, but also in a sense of regression, where people are desperate now more than ever and in the midst of that if we do not walk forward with integrity we very well very well may be setting ourselves up for destruction that's really what it is that's really what that path leads to and so I want to take some time to really dig into integrity. It is evident throughout nature that integrity is built into the fabric of life. The seed, for example, begins in the soil. That is to say, a place where there is little light. The caterpillar confronts its destiny in a seemingly dim and dormant stage of suspended development. We too begin as little lights, whining our way out of the womb, putting an end to the period of pregnancy. It is in this very womb, I imagine, integrity begins its majestic mission upon our bodies. Though as we begin to grow, we learn how to hold many things. Early on, we learn how to hold things like food, nothing quite solid yet, only something soft enough to ease its way down our infant-staged ingestive system. With time, we'll learn how to hold sound, syllables, maybe even have the muscles to hold a smile from the overflow of love. But soon, someday, we will graduate from the innocence of our youth and grab on to the problems of this world. The child will begin to grapple with their beliefs when they learn that there is a world where people don't practice what they preach. They will glare into their hands, stare and wonder how it was woven. They'll take their first steps in conscious breath and begin to ask where they come from. The truth is, in the face of life's challenges, each of our integrity will come into question. Beloved, we are unequivocally the miraculous manifestation of God's great work. Indeed, integrity is ingrained in the environments with which we dwell, but we must also understand that we, the seed, are scattered upon the earth from the very hands of an integral God. God who made a greater light to rule over the day, and keep the hours honest. God who divided dry land from the seas and ordered the breeze. 
God of trees and lesser lights to rule overnight, God of seasons, God of completion. It is from this God that we are formed and filled with the breath of life. Now, it is widely known in practice that when holding a newborn baby, you're supposed to secure its head and neck with your hand or arms because the neck has not yet built the integrity needed to exist in an upright position without support. And there comes an inevitable invitation in all of our lives when we must realize that though we've grown in age, in order to possess the integrity and moral uprightness needed to stand, we must remain dependent upon God. In the human condition, we will each meet our fair share of distress, disease, discomfort, all of which demand treatment. In this broken world, we aspire, crave, and cannot evade our need for attention. Attention is what fuels so many of our aspirations. As social beings, we need attention to survive. But what distinguishes our pursuit of attention are the principles we align ourselves to. We must understand that integrity is a powerful principle. Integrity asks the question, is my pursuit purposeful? Integrity evaluates situations with a seriousness and sensitivity. It's what holds us up. It's what gives us the ability to stand with dignity and a sense of serenity. But it's when our grip gives out that we begin to bend towards deceit. But despite the breakage in our bodies, the Holy Spirit seeks to supply us with strength. That's why we've made it. That's right, we've all made wrong decisions, sprinting past the signals that have tried to slow us down, yet we have remained here today. By God's grace and mercy. Despite when we were lonely and we leaned into lust, or when we hungered and digested things that were destructive, to the eyes, the mind, the body. Now, I know isolation has its temptings, but can we do what is right when no one else is watching? We have successfully gripped onto self-gratifying and short-term fixes while within our grasp remains another way. Now, I understand the dangers of desperation and depletion. But what if God allows our afflictions just so that we can end up with a new conviction? What if when the shelter begins to shake in the midst of a storm, we are sure of its integrity? Because a lot of us are in storms. There's the saying, you're either in a storm, coming out of a storm, or headed into a storm. But more devastating than the surrounding destruction is the uncertainty of our safety and security. How daunting it must be to lean on things that will inevitably fail. How frightening it must be to know that despite how high up you are, you can still fall. No matter how enclosed and encased you may be, you can still be affected by your surroundings. Job found himself in a storm one day. Job was a man of great wealth, many servants, a large family, and an estate of great cattle. 
All to say he had property, people he loved, and provided for regularly. Then one day the Bible says the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. So Satan and the Lord got to talking. And God suggests that Satan checks out Job. Why would God do this? You know they say your name will be in rooms your feet haven't entered. I used to hope this wasn't one of them. But when you keep reading, God starts flexing and says no one on earth is like him. A man of perfect integrity who fears God and turns away from evil. Hmm. God flexes because he has a history with Job. What is your history with God? Based on the way the text reads, we gather the divine definition for integrity as fearing God and turning away from evil. So integrity is fearing God and turning away from evil. There are a few translations I found with, for the word in Hebrew, and it says the word integrity has to do with moral wholeness. Another translation of integrity suggests that it means to be undivided. What is severing your connection with God? What are you hiding? What is of such concern that it'll make you turn your back on God? You've been through some battles and left with some bruises, but through it all, there is still good news. The good news is that if you're here, it's because you heard something. If you're here, it's because you're a product of that integrity. The word spoke and came to you. And God is trying to remind you today that if he planted a promise in you, he will draw it out of you. So to summarize, God grants Satan the power to mess with Job's possessions. And he told him, don't touch Job. Now I'm here to help you rewrite some history because we've all lost people we've cared about money, precious things. Job lost his children, his cattle gone, his servants gone. But chapter one, verse 21 lets us know that Job responds by saying, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will leave this life. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed is the name of the Lord. I like it like Reverend Howard John Wesley said it. God will break your heart so that he can blow your mind. The enemy tried to break Job, but little did he know he was building his integrity. May I suggest to you that everything broken, should you choose to use it, becomes a block for building. So in chapter two, Satan goes back to the Lord in a similar fashion. And God's like, I told you he's him. Read your Bible. Then Satan suggests that they up the stakes. A man will give up everything he owns in exchange for his life, he said. That makes me wonder. How much will it cost for you to come up out of your character? A lot of us say there are things we would never do. But if the price is right, if the right person comes along, catches us at the right time, if someone says the right thing, if the benefits are good enough, if it seems worth it, if we can in some way in our minds justify parting with 
what we believe, how much will it cost for us to come up out of our character? So God goes on and says, very well, he's in your power. Only spare his life. The very well sent me, but the good news is we know Job's not going to die. And that's the inescapable fate of suffering with which we share. But I'm glad we serve a God who ensures us, though weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. God's got a plan, so don't give up. He has literally sent you. And because he sent you, he knew from the start what the end would be. So keep going. We got to keep going. So the word says Satan left the Lord's presence and infected Job with terrible boils. Translation, he was toe up from the flow up. Upon this boiling point, his wife said to him these words. Are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. Pause. Don't be so easily enraged when people are questioning you for what you believe and what you refuse to do. I'm sure Job would have liked some encouragement from his wife. I imagine he would have wanted to be affirmed that despite what was lost, what remained was still worth embracing. But by the questioning command alone, we witness the very power of pain. It leads those around us to question. This is his wife. This is also, I imagine, a mother who has also lost her children. A woman who has watched her husband go broke and be broken. What she sees is the condition of his body, but she neglects the position of his spirit. She is speaking out of grief. And Job sees right through it. In verse 10, he responds by saying, you speak as a foolish woman speaks. Should we accept only good from God and not adversity? The question hopefully sets us all on a quest to reflect on our own lives and ask, what are we holding on to? Is God your rock? What have you put in place that's insufficient in proportion to your needs? And the storm that can be this life, I thank God for being a shelter, but I thank him even more for sending the storm. Because I've been tested, because I've been through it, I know his integrity. I know the integrity that I can hold and that I do hold. May I suggest that holding on to integrity is not just about what's in your hands, but it's about what's in your heart. Because some of us are in a good position physically but a bad one spiritually. This is what the lost and found is about finding our way back home. So when everyone is losing their minds, the question is, are you still holding on to integrity? If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, you the one who has seen the light and knows better, you the one God found, fixed, and forgave for every fault you'd ever commit, you the one he kept with no scent or stench of the struggle you've been through. Just a memory that you made and a message that you can't shake. Because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 18, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. He being Jesus. 
That's why those around you are not only being tested, but they're beginning to test you. If you hold on to your integrity in the midst of the interrogation, soon you'll realize when you look inside your hands, when you stare inside your soul, little did you know, not only did you have the answers, you are the answer. Somebody came here today because of a question, but you're leaving with an answer. The answer is integrity. Integrity sets your crooked path straight. Integrity will make you start to wait on the Lord. Before you say yes to anyone, to anything, the next opportunity, the promotion, before you answer, will you wait on the Lord? When the world tries to speed you up, God will touch your spirit just to slow you down. That's why you're going at a different place. That's why your rhythm is unique. That's why you can't just go with the vibe. God has you on a whole different frequency. It's a reminder that God said, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. You come from a place of integrity. So hold on to your roots. Remember where you come from. No matter how high up you get, just hold on to your integrity. No matter where you are in life. And what comes your way? If you have integrity, you will make it through. So whether you're lost and searching for integrity or you found the strength and want to hold on to it, I hope you find what you're looking for.